0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and this week we have Clarissa. Hello. So guys, guys, did you see the news? Speak now, Taylor's version, July 7th. (laughs) We can't start an episode of Talk Toxic to Me without addressing that, first and foremost. (laughs) Also, another fun little update, the podcast turned a year old on May 1st. Wow, I can't believe it's already been a year. I know. That, to me, is astonishing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How has it already been a year? A lot of exciting things. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, are you ready for your first story? Ready. Am I the asshole for taking my brother-in-law to small claims court over art supplies? A bit of context. I, 29 male, like to draw and try other mediums as well. As such, I've accumulated a lot of art supplies over the past few years. My wife, Sally, 27 female, also dabbles a bit, and we have converted one of our rooms in our home to an art studio of sorts. There's easily a few thousand dollars worth of art supplies in that room, and we tend to keep it locked for that reason. Most important to me are my pencils and markers, which were not cheap, chart pack for those who care. On to the story. Sally and I had her family over for her aunt's birthday a few weeks back, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law brought their kids with them, seven female and six male. We had forgotten to lock the door to that room that day. About an hour into the party, I noticed that both kids were nowhere to be seen, so I asked my sister-in-law if she knew where they were. She said that they were drawing in the other room. I asked if my wife was with them, and she said she, sister-in-law to be clear, not Sally, just told them which room it was. I immediately rushed over to the art room and found it was a total mess. Most devastatingly was the fact that all of my markers were ruined because the kids were using way too much force, causing the tips to fray. I yelled at them to get out, and they started crying. My brother-in-law ran over and started yelling at me, saying they're just kids and it's just markers. I told him that the markers alone were $17 a piece, and he said I was stupid for paying that much. Sally tried to defuse the situation, but my brother-in-law started yelling at her too, saying we can't have this much art supplies and not expect kids wanting to use it. I told him he's paying to replace the markers and other supplies they ruined, and he told me to go screw myself and left. Everyone left shortly after that. I totaled up the damages and I needed to replace about $375 and found that the kids drew on a piece I had spent the past week working on as well as ruining a finished piece by Sally. I sent him a bill and he blocked me so i talked with my friend who was a lawyer and had him draft a claim for small claims court and a letter to send to my brother-in-law i paid him for it of course my wife is in agreement about this but her family has been mobbing us telling us we're being ridiculous over some markers only my father-in-law who also has taken up painting recently and my other sister-in-law say that my brother-in-law has to pay am I the asshole?
1: Not the asshole.
0: Not the asshole.
1: How do you just let your kids run off in someone's house unsupervised? Exactly. And that stuff's expensive. Like coming from somebody who pays for art supplies? Absolutely not. $17 a marker. Yeah. And they're like, you're crazy for paying that. What's your point? It's their money. They can spend it how they want. Exactly. Your kids shouldn't be terrorizing
0: other people's houses. I can't believe they just assumed that that was fine. Like it sounds like... Brother-in-law and sister-in-law knew that the art room existed. I can't believe they didn't think to ask,
1: hey, is it cool if our kids go draw in that room? Yeah, or be like, well, even adding on to that, hey, what supplies can they use? Yeah, like, hey, do you care
0: if they draw? Like, do you have any, like, cheaper items that they could just color with or whatever?
1: Not just, yeah, go in that room. Have a free-for-all. I want to know what they ruined. One of Sally's paintings they said that she completed. I really want to know what they what they ruined what do we think about the brother-in-law's reaction saying hey yeah i'm not replacing any of this you can figure it out that he sees no value in other people's things and is disrespectful
0: it's very much so coming across as it's not a big deal to me so it's not a big deal in general mm-hmm. and that's not how the real world
1: works it's not you let your kids destroy something be prepared to pay for it it would be one thing if the he, he had asked for his kids and he'd have been like yeah you can use those markers and then the kids destroyed them you know you should still teach your kids to take care of something but at the same time you kind of knew what was going to possibly happen and you prepared for it but to have that surprise of 17 dollars markers getting destroyed no so overall vote not the asshole
0: top comment not the asshole parents need to watch their own kids How entitled is it to just send them to a room in someone else's house and tell them to go wild with whatever is there without even asking? I don't get all the you're the asshole and everyone sucks here saying you should have locked the door. How about the parents watch the children and make sure they stay with them? Though in this case, that wouldn't have helped because they felt their kids were entitled to your stuff. The way they wrecked two pieces of actual art is the worst part of all. I forgot about that
1: part. Yeah, like they shouldn't have to lock doors in their own house. They should feel comfortable enough to let people come in and people be respectful of their things so there is an update update
0: first off holy crap i did not expect this to blow up i posted figured i'd get a handful of responses and turned off reddit i'm extremely grateful that so many took the time to read and respond to this post i'm going to read as many comments as i can but i can't read them all either way thank you all anyways last night my father-in-law called my wife and told us to come over when we arrived my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were already there Father-in-law sat us down and told us we're figuring this out now, and anyone who leaves gets written out of his will. Brother-in-law asked if he seriously would disinherit him over markers, and father-in-law asked him, would you seriously get disinherited then talk this out like adults? He called us all childish, but figured the threat of court would make brother-in-law admit he was at fault. He also was mad at me for reacting so nuclear and ruining aunt's birthday. After an hour and a half of talking, brother-in-law said he was sorry and would replace the supplies his kids ruined. I apologize for making a scene and Sally and I are taking aunt out for dinner tonight with father-in-law as an apology. I don't really care about the judgment here since I realized whether or not I was right for taking brother-in-law to court because my actions from ruining the party far outweigh that. Hopefully things mend well with wife's family.
1: I understand that I'm glad they were able to come up with an agreement that works for both sides and hopefully the family can work through it
0: without having to go to court. Yeah. That would have done a lot of damage. Yeah. All right. Next story. Am I the asshole for refusing to give my stepson my engagement ring because he never treated me like family? I, 49 female, have been with my husband Bill, 53 male, for the past 20 years. Bill had two children from his previous marriage, Jim, 31 male, and Paige, 27 female. We also have one biological child together, Harry, 16 male. Jim's and Paige's mom passed away when they were 9 and 5. I met Bill around two years after his former wife had died. When I started building a relationship with the kids, I made it clear that I was not going to replace their mom and would be a trusted figure whom they could approach if they ever needed me. That being said, I still made an effort to treat them like I would my own child. I would take them to school, pick them up, take them to doctor's appointments, make their lunches, ask my parents to get them presents for Christmas and birthdays, etc. Both kids were somewhat hostile towards me at first, which I understood because they lost their mom. However, Paige eventually warmed up to me and saw me as a trusted confidant and maternal figure. She didn't ask me, nor did I expect her to want me to adopt her, but she still calls me mom, which I appreciate. Jim, on the other hand, continued to be mean and hostile I have never treated him poorly or antagonized him nevertheless he would make misogynistic statements like it's your job as a woman to clean the dishes when i would ask him to clean his plate or call me names when my back was turned my husband told him many times that the way he has been treating me was uncalled for and for us to go to family therapy but he always refused he eventually moved out after reaching adulthood He continues to maintain contact with his father and siblings, but it's minimal between him and me and even then he doesn't treat me well. Now I have an engagement ring that is a family heirloom for several generations. It is passed down from the mother to the oldest child. My husband got the ring from my mom to propose to me. I told all three children about the heirloom a few years ago. Anyway, Jim currently has a girlfriend whom he intends to propose to. He called me out of the blue one day and asked if he could have the ring. I told him no. When he asked why, I told him it was because of how he has treated me all these years and how he continues to treat me and I don't want my family heirloom going to someone who sees me as vermin. When he asked whom it would go to, I told him it would go to Paige when she gets engaged. When he heard this, he lost his crap and accused me of playing favorites. I eventually hung up when he wouldn't stop insulting me and blocked his number. My husband is on my side, but his maternal relatives have all been blowing up my phone telling me what an asshole I am. So am i the
1: asshole not the asshole at all not the asshole how can you sit there and treat somebody like trash their the whole time of being together for those 20 years and then call out of the blue and be like hey i want to propose can i have that it's entitlement oh 100 percent.
0: it's entitlement and a cheap way out yeah he wants to propose for free because he doesn't have to
1: buy a ring that's true and i think honestly for him calling the favorites card if he was gonna say oh yeah she's playing favorites it would be with her, like, child. Mm-hmm. I could understand that. But no, she said it goes to Paige. And then he's, mm, he's going to catch an attitude about that? No, sir. Like He's grown, grown. Like, this isn't even new. No. Not the asshole. Mm-mm. He needs to go to therapy for whatever issues he has going on. Because it's one thing for a child to be upset about a new woman coming in. And she was okay with that. She understood because Paige was the same way. But obviously, there's something much deeper going on there that he needs to address. I mean, losing his mom at, what, nine? That's traumatic. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that was
0: never dealt with, it sounds like, yeah, that's going to lead to a lot of unresolved issues later in life. Well, I mean, obviously, it's been shown throughout his life. But at some point, you have to own your actions and own that, hey, you have treated her like horribly. Mm -hmm. Your entire relationship with her. So maybe we should do some internal reflection and figure out why is that? Why do I feel the need to be belittle this woman every time I'm around her? Mm-hmm. Why do I treat her like this? Do I treat anyone else in my life like this? Mm-hmm. Or is it just a
1: her thing? And then
0: why is that?
1: Yep. And then on top of that, the fact that the family is blowing her up, telling her how awful she is.
0: <laughs> well, they don't get to say Look, like, and I know that sounds so harsh, but you don't get to say. No, it, not at all.
1: Not your marriage. She's not anything to you guys. Mm-hmm leave her be and on top of that the ring came from stepmom's side of the family so it's not even like it was dad's heirloom yeah it's not like she came in and she was like oh honey you're not going to give
0: that to your son because he's treated me like crap no it's her family's heirloom exactly your point i'm not going to give that to someone that's treated me like crap forever Mm -hmm. the entitlement that's seriously what it comes down to they're all being super entitled and for why like please be serious Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow So overall vote on this one, not the asshole, as it should be. Top comment. Wait, you're not even his biological mom. Why does he need your family heirloom if he hasn't welcomed you into his family? You are giving it to your oldest child, I'm assuming, meaning the oldest child that has accepted you as family, not the oldest biological child. Not the asshole. He has had plenty of time to grow up and treat you like a real person. If his maternal family is so concerned, you should ask them where his mother's family ring is. (laughs) Oh. Daggum. I mean, like, where's the lie, though? The next comment says, because it's an. No, hold on. The next comment quotes, why does he need your family heirloom? And says, because it's an easy way not to have to spend money buying a ring while looking sentimental rather than tight to his new fiance. Accurate. I wonder what he told her that his dynamic is with her. Oh, yeah. What he told his
1: girlfriend, his dynamic is with the stepmom. I thought about that as well with the family, how they're blowing her up and everything. What is portrayed to that family for them not to see how he treats her?
0: Or maybe they're babying him. You know what I mean? Maybe they're enabling this behavior, being like, you know what? You went through something really traumatic, honey. You have to let that out and express it how you do. Like, she needs to understand that. Like, it's not, it's nothing personal. Please.
1: It is personal. He's 31 now, please. At this point, it's just, that's too much. Yeah. All
0: right, next story. Am I the asshole for telling my wife not to talk to my dad, but I will continue to. A month ago, my oldest turned 16. For his 16th birthday, the plan was to let him skip school, get to the DMV when it opens, take the driving test, go on a small road trip, be back around when school gets out, and then all go out for a family dinner. On the weekend would be his celebration with his friends. Skipping school for the DMV test was planned in advance, but the road trip was a surprise. A few days before the road trip, my wife asked me to take our three-year-old with me that day. I said I wasn't taking a toddler to the DMV. That place is a cesspit. (laughs) Also, the road trip is for additional driving practice before he's able to drive unsupervised. A toddler distracting him is not a good idea. My wife said she wanted that day to herself, and if I wasn't willing to take our toddler, the birthday stuff needs to be moved to the weekend so I can. I said I would take our toddler to work with me the next day, but our oldest birthday is his day, so he's the priority. She got angry and said she's made a hundred sacrifices for our kids and saying she isn't a priority, not what I said, is disgusting. It was a big fight. My son's birthday, she texted me that I'm an asshole multiple times. At the dinner, she was in a bad mood. After everyone ate, my dad asked us all to go out to the parking lot. He handed the keys to his car to my son, saying he was getting a new one. He also said he would continue to pay the insurance for a year. My wife asked me if I knew about this, and I didn't. She didn't believe me. My wife has called and texted my dad multiple times asking if he's going to do this for all of our kids, saying he shouldn't have done this without asking us first and telling him that if he can't do this for all of our kids, he needs to take the car back. Eventually, he told her to shut up and stop bothering him. (laughs) My wife told me I need to stop talking to my dad. She said he used offensive language. He texted her, quote, stop bothering me, woman, end quote. What she says is sexist, towards her, and I need to support her. I said she needs to stop talking to my dad, not me. I'll support her not talking to him. My wife said I am disrespecting her, that I won't listen when she says she needs help and let my family treat her poorly. I think she is creating these situations herself. She looks for offense and then finds it. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. No, I don't think you're the asshole either, dude.
1: No, because my thing is, with, it sounds like this kid is the oldest. So he's the first one going through all of this, doing all of that. Mm -hmm. So if grandpa wants to give him a car, look at that as like a blessing and an opportunity. So I kind of get the wife's point on that part. If you're going to
0: give your grandson a car, maybe have the conversation with the parents first. Oh, yeah. Like I can see that have been you know, not sitting well with her of, okay, just, I don't know where you're giving him a car. Because at the end of the day, what if they had planned on getting him a car? Or, you know, like, I get that. Like, that's the parents' decision. I, I get that it was coming from a good place. You just want to be nice. So I don't have any issue with that. Like, yeah, you should have had a conversation with the parents, but, like, no beef there. But also, him saying that, oh, I want to continue to pay the insurance for a year. Who's paying for that? Like, after that? Like, is OP's son supposed to get a job? Like, what if they... You know, what if he's in a lot of after-school activities? Like, is that going to fall on the parents? Like, you, like there's just a lot. Like, a conversation at minimum should have been had because, you know, at the end of the day, again, parents' decision whether or not that happens. Not the grandparents; they don't really get that big of a role in those decisions. I feel like, but I don't know. So I'm with her on that. Not enough to be texting him, blowing up his crap, being like, "Hey, are you serious? Like, blah blah blah. You need to take this car back if you're not going to do it with all the kids." That's a little a little too much in my opinion (laughs) yeah but also again i i get where she's coming from i don't think the execution was the greatest my issue where i think the wife is being a huge asshole is her saying you need to take the three-year-old on this road trip you need to take the three-year-old to the dmv i need a break because i get that you know what i mean i i know moms work so incredibly hard especially if she's a stay-at-home mom you know that there's a lot going on you need a break but when he said hey i'll compromise with you i'll give you a break tomorrow you know today's our son's birthday we're doing all of this also i remember at 16 the last thing you need is a toddler screaming in the back Mm -hmm. when you're trying to focus on driving like you're still just learning and plus that's not really safe you know why why would you want a new driver just getting his driver's license that day maybe if he passes the test driving your three-year-old around Mm -hmm. but that again aside op said he'd do it the next day that he would still give you the break he would still take the three-year-old to school or he would still take the three-year-old to work with him the 16 year old's gonna be back in school you're still getting a break Mm -hmm. so why did it have to be that day that's the that's the part that's not sitting well with me
1: Mm -hmm. she was very demanding for already knowing what plans
0: was going on so overall vote on this one not the asshole top comment not the asshole. I can't believe anyone would think that taking the three-year-old to your older son's driving test and road trip on his birthday would be the time for a break. That's a punishment for your older child. The whole thing smells of something bigger. Is your older son hers biologically? OP replied to that and said, he is. They have had their struggles in the past, but I thought that was behind us. Also, this time she isn't fighting with him. She's fighting with me and my dad. So I don't know why this is happening. Another comment says, this is bizarre to me. I have four kids ranging from 10 to one. I wouldn't think to send out three-year-olds somewhere like the DMV. That's hell for everyone involved, even the toddler. If you're trying to make the situation right as far as the break, I'd probably offer a hotel room one weekend. Let her have a day and full night's break. That's always the dream for me when I'm overwhelmed. She sounds like she really, really is needing a break. As far as the car, I try to say, let's be glad we can save the money we were going to spend on son's car for the next kid's car.
1: I agree with that.
0: Someone else said, there are 364 other days she could choose. Why does it have to be that one? This seems shady from the wife. And then someone else commented back and said, we don't know if her boyfriend is available any of the other days. (laughs) But then someone else commented back and said, does this woman sound like she has time for a boyfriend? LOL. Edit. Per someone else's comment, quote, OP very conveniently left out that he and his wife have six kids, including one who is disabled. It's not like they only have the two kids and wife wanted to skip out on her parenting duties, end quote. Yeah, see, there's clearly some crap in this family OP is not explaining, and it has nothing to do with an extra boyfriend. Second edit, y'all, I agree that it still doesn't make sense for her to insist on that day if the next day would have given her the same result, and I don't know why she was insistent. But clearly there's more going on here than any of us know. I
1: agree. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. It sounds like there's a lot more that needs to be explained outside of just those chain reaction of events. Maybe I changed my answer. Maybe it's not, not the asshole. Maybe
0: we need more info, not enough info provided. (laughs) I need the full, I need the wife side of the story too. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for showing text to my roommate that his girlfriend sent me? I rent a room in a house with my boyfriend and his best friend, Eric. We are all in our 30s and have lived in this home since college. Eric has a girlfriend, around 6 months, who stays over named Amanda. Amanda doesn't live with us. Last night we were all Star Wars fans so we decided to binge watch some episodes and get pizza. Amanda wanted us to use her Disney Plus account, but mine is already logged into the TV in the living room. We get our pizza, snacks, wine, and beer. I left my phone in my bedroom because I like to unplug after work. After movie night, I go see my phone before bed, and there are pages of texts about how Amanda wants me to stop doing things for her, quote, man, including to start using her Disney Plus account on our TV. I'm not allowed to cook or grab him things. The list goes on to where she accuses me of flirting with her man. The thing is a ridiculous wall of text, and I'm showing this to my boyfriend before we go to sleep. He said Eric needed to see this, so I screenshot page after page Amanda sent while we watched the new trilogy. I hear them argue, and Amanda slams the door to leave around 3 a.m. I told my co-worker today, and a few thought I was being petty because Amanda has insecurities she needs to work through, and I bullied her about them by sharing her text with her boyfriend. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. If you're willing to ride it out, it's willing to go to the world. Don't. Do something if you're not willing to suffer the consequences of your actions. Yep. These people have been friends clearly for years. You've been dating for six months, honey. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You're the new one.
0: And you think sending something like that to someone in this established group is not going to get back to your boyfriend? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it would have been maybe petty of OP if Amanda would have pulled her to the side and been like, hey... I realize this is going to sound crazy, but I'm just, you know, kind of, I think I'm making a scenario up in my head, but you know, how do you feel about this? Like if we maybe start doing this, I just wanted to bring this to your attention. And she had like kind of a meaningful, I know this might sound crazy, but I'm trying to reason with you woman to woman conversation. And then she went to OP or, and then OP went to her boyfriend and was like, listen, she's crazy. Let me tell you what happened. You know, Mm -hmm. that would be petty, but. Literally just sending the text that she sent to him. I don't
1: think that that's petty. I think it's like, hey, you need to see this. Those are red flags. The fact that she's not willing to have a discussion and she's just simply like, yeah, these are things you need to not do. That's not how that works.
0: Yeah. I think there's a difference between having a weird stake over your established friend group and not wanting like outsiders to come in versus... Looking out for your friends and saying like, hey, this is a massive red flag. Yep. Because obviously, we're all grown. Respect your friends' decisions. If they want to stay with the crazy, significant (laughs) others, let them figure that out on their own. Because they will. They will. Hopefully. In our experience, they did. (laughs) If you listen to last week's episode, they did. (laughs) Not pointing any fingers. (laughs) It's only because the camera's not on. (laughs) But just saying like hey this happened and maybe you should be aware of this that's not petty no not at all yeah i don't see anything wrong with just forwarding the
1: the messages to him and being like hey yeah she sent me this especially i would like to see the messages i would love to see how this stuff was written Mm -hmm. was it sent in a malicious intent like don't do that are we gonna have a problem (laughs) (laughs) like that kind of tone oh yes i agree with that it's wild a lot of stories like this i would love to be a fly on the wall like
0: what really went down what are you leaving out
1: even like in the last story need a little more detail once we start reading some of those comments i need four sides on this one op which we have Mm -hmm. significant other of op Mm -hmm. the girl that sent the text significant other of significant other of the girl that sent the text just all parties involved
0: we're gonna be like detectives sit you down like so where were you On April 29th. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really want to know where I was April 29th? Well, Taylor was in Atlanta, if you were wondering. (laughs) So anyhow, overall vote on this one. Not the asshole. Top comment. Not the asshole. The fact her breaking point was Disney Plus is wild. But let's be for real. You probably saved him from a possessive girlfriend. Quote, I told my coworker today, and a few thought I was being petty because Amanda has insecurities she needs to work through, and I bullied her about them by sharing her text with her boyfriend. End quote. You definitely weren't petty. She sent you a long, ridiculous message, and you and your boyfriend thought it was something that he needed to see. She definitely has insecurities, but she went about this so badly to send some BS like that. It wasn't a bullying situation. I'd be wary of those coworkers
1: if that's truly their opinion. I forgot about them saying that she was bullying her. That was not at all bullying. No. It sounded like, and stick
0: with me here, the consequences of her actions. (laughs) Oh, how the turntables, you know?
1: Full rotation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, next story. Am I the asshole for not paying my boyfriend back after he didn't get me the right birthday cake? I definitely have a bit of a complex about this kind of stuff because of how I grew up always with my siblings, getting what they asked for while I almost never did. And generally feeling like I never get my turn at things. So it will be helpful to know if I'm justified or overreacting. My boyfriend and I have been dating for 10 months and it was my birthday yesterday. I put a lot of effort into birthdays, including his, and was pretty excited about it for the last month or so. There's a local bakery that makes a really good looking pineapple upside down cake. I have been really wanting to try it and have been saving it for my birthday about a month in advance. I told him my birthday was coming up and gave him a few activity ideas and told him that I didn't need a gift, but I really wanted a pineapple upside down cake from XYZ bakery. He said, sure. Now I know this was probably annoying, but I did mention the specific cake several times, even before last month. Like we would drive by the bakery and I'd say something like, oh, Hey, that's the place with the pineapple cake. I want to do that for my birthday. I wasn't deliberately hammering the point home or anything or aware that it was going to end in a cake centered conflict, but there were a couple of occasions where it came up. And then a week before my birthday, I did text him a reminder about the cake so that he would have the bakery info on hand. Yesterday rolls around and my boyfriend comes over to my apartment and gives me a gift, which is a Kindle. Not a bad gift. And I know they are expensive, but not something particularly relevant to me either. Then he says, let's have cake and presents what you all know by now is not the pineapple upside down cake, but just a regular grocery store cake with the frosting balloons. Vanilla cake with vanilla buttercream. You guys. I was legitimately sad. If I knew he was going to drop the ball on this, I would have just gotten myself a pineapple cake months ago instead of waiting. I was on the verge of tears because of not getting the one thing I actually wanted, which was that stupid cake, so I told him I was very disappointed and that he should just go home. He had two tickets to a comedy show for that night, and one ended up going to waste. Now he's annoyed because it is, of course, quote, just a cake, end quote, and wants me to reimburse the cost of the wasted ticket. It was only about $30, but I'm bristling at the principle of it and said I didn't owe him the money. He sent me a Venmo request for $30. Am I the asshole if I don't pay? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. I feel like she's very valid to be disappointed. I mean, she communicated it to him multiple times. Mm-hmm. So either he doesn't care, he
1: wasn't listening, he, cause there's no way he forgot. Yep, he had one job and that job was to get that cake. And he chose to not to. She literally sent him the info and everything. Like she sent him the bakery, where they could get it she'd mentioned it multiple times and yet no cake instead just some store-bought cake
0: and i know this isn't the focus point of this but you've been together with someone for 10 months you kind of know what their hobbies are what they like to do Mm -hmm. if she's not an avid reader or doesn't seem to really read why would you get her a kindle because she said it's not really
1: relevant to her it's pretty accurate i saw when you said that part i was like huh so not only did she not get the cake that she wanted, she also got a gift that's going to sit around. And it sounds like he might even catch an attitude about that.
0: Well, she even told him, "Hey, I don't need a gift. I don't really want a gift. I just want this cake."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How how much more direct can you be? One job. One job. Again, yeah, exactly. Really, what
1: are we doing? Not buying the right cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't believe he sent her the Venmo request for thirty dollars. Because he couldn't listen. No, don't pay it. I wouldn't pay it. Mm -mm. Honestly, this would probably be like a good segue to break up.
0: It's not like she was being petty, being like, you need to leave. You didn't do what I asked you to do. You had one job, blah, 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 blah. She was genuinely upset. She was genuinely hurt. And like she said, if I would have known he wasn't going to get it, I would have got it months ago. Mm -hmm. But I was saving it for this and for why, apparently.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. She could have just gone. she could have gotten the cake at any time, but she was like, let me save it for this special occasion.
0: Yeah, she wanted it to be special.
1: She probably also wanted to know that she was being heard, and obviously she wasn't.
0: Yeah, that's a, to your point about the segue to break up, honey, obviously he is not listening to you. Yeah. So, overall vote, not the asshole, top comment. Not the asshole. I'm sick of boyfriends slash husbands getting a pass on BS like this. You clearly told him what you wanted, and then he didn't even get that cake. You asked for one thing, and he couldn't even do that right. Snaps. Someone else said, this exactly. How hard is it to follow instructions? I mean, you didn't even have to put any effort. You are told exactly what she wants. Mm-hmm. I hope she went and bought that cake. Someone else said, I get wanting to give her a more thoughtful gift, but OP said the Kindle wouldn't be relevant to things they like to do. If my husband kept telling me, babe, I think this cake would be cool for my birthday, it would be the first thing on my mind to purchase for his birthday. I mean, either he's not listening or he doesn't care. Yep. Yep. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for not giving my coworker my day off because I want to play a video game? I'm incredibly excited to hear your opinion on this. (laughs) Okay, so anyone in the video game world knows that next week, the new Legend of Zelda game comes out after like five plus years of waiting. I'm a massive fan. When the release date was revealed, I immediately requested PTO for that date as I plan on staying home that day and enjoying the new game. What I didn't realize was that the day I asked off for is the Friday before Mother's Day. My company has had to limit the request off for that date now, as many people have been asking off for it. I had previously told some of my coworkers I was planning on staying home to play that game, and I guess word got around because one of my other coworkers asked me after work to give her my PTO so she can travel for Mother's Day. I explained to her that I requested this day off months ago for a specific reason, and I really wasn't willing to change it. She got pretty upset with me claiming i care more about video games than family and whatnot i honestly don't really care about her not being able to travel because i feel like if this was an important date then you would have requested off earlier like i did anyways i firmly told her no but she told some of my other coworkers, and they are pissed at me and calling me an asshole for not giving up the date am i the asshole not the asshole at all not the asshole it doesn't matter why you're taking the day off, what your reasoning is, where you're going to be, what you're going
1: to be doing. You requested the day off. You are not obligated to give that day up for someone else. No, not at all. They could literally be asking for the day off just so they could go sit in the work parking lot. I don't care. You asked for the day off. And it doesn't matter
0: if something's not, this kind of goes back to the first story. Just because something's not important
1: to someone else does not make it any less important to you. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you can go up and ask i see nothing wrong with her asking i see something wrong with her catching an attitude about it
0: like if she would have walked up and been like hey i need to travel for mother's day would you mind switching it's totally okay if you don't want to i know you had it off first and he said hey like listen i'm sorry i really want this day off and she was like okay no problem i just thought i would ask Mm -hmm. and then dropped it i agree but even that i mean truthfully leave people alone what people are doing on their off days is of no concern to you
1: Mm -mm, not at all at the end of the day, it's nobody's business why you're taking time off because nobody's needs is over somebody else's. And you waited five
0: plus years. Trust me, this might not be in the video game sense, but I get it. Taylor waited five years after the, <laughs> after the Reputation Tour to go on the Eras Tour. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We had Loverfest that COVID ruined. But still, five years for something that you love and you're waiting for. I get it. So I do not blame OP
1: at all in the slightest. Take your time. Go live your life. Enjoy your life. And if video games are what makes OP happy, then go live your best. Like at the end of the day, we were not put here to work. We were put here to live. And to OP's point,
0: if it really was that big of a deal, they would have requested it off sooner. Oh, yeah. Because this post was five days ago and Mother's Day is next weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. So, why are you waiting until 2 weeks before if it's a big deal?
1: Mhm.
0: I know things come up last minute. Let's not leave people alone about their vacation days. Don't don't be like that. Just take the L for what it is. <laughs>
1: take your days off a different day. If your family didn't plan ahead, that sounds like a you problem, my boy.
0: <laughs> so, overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment. I would have told her I care more about my family than video games. Your family not so much. <laughs> Her family is not your responsibility. She should have planned better. Not the asshole. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) It's pretty solid on that one. (laughs)
0: All right. Next story. Am I the asshole for telling my mom and stepdad my dad doesn't owe them or their kids anything and they are teaching my half-siblings to be just as entitled as they are? My mom left mine and my sister's dad when we were two male and one female for our stepdad. Our parents split custody of us, but as you can imagine, it was not a beautiful, everyone is BFFs kind of blended family. Dad was hurt. Dad still probably is in some ways. Mom is the one who told us what happened when we were still small, maybe when we were around five and six, because she thought we were confused by the fact dad wasn't going to meet her and my stepdad's baby and the fact we weren't around the baby all the time, which is something she thought we were sad about. We were never confused about dad not being around the baby. We knew why. Because the baby was not his kid, like we were his kids. We also weren't exactly sad because babies are loud and we loved our dads. His house had him, we had more outdoor space, and we had kids to play with in the neighborhood. I think it did more harm than good the way mom talked about it because she came across to us like she wanted us to dislike dad for being mad at her for leaving him for our stepdad. There was a point a year ago too, where my sister said she felt like mom wanted us to say we were glad it happened or something. I kind of got that too, but my sister could put it into words where I couldn't before. My parents don't really talk. I don't think dad is mad anymore, but he's never going to go out of his way for my mom and our stepdad. I don't think he's wrong for that either. They don't care about his feelings and our half siblings aren't any of his concern. So it's never going to bother me. A couple of years ago, my mom and stepdad got into a car accident while we were all in school. My sister and I were at dad's that week, so he picked us up from school like normal. I'm not sure who asked or how many different people asked him, but at least one person asked if he could pick up my half-siblings from school when he picked us up. They were in different schools, but they are right next to each other. My dad said no and he didn't take them. But someone communicated badly because my half-siblings were left there and it became a whole ordeal. My dad ended up being painted as the bad guy. My half siblings were made very aware of the fact my dad didn't pick them up and how wrong others thought that was. My dad is now spoken about like he owed something and didn't follow through. My stepdad has called him a petty asshole. I'm tired of it, and when my mom and stepdad were complaining about how cruel he was to my half-siblings, I told them my dad didn't owe their kids anything, and given how much my half-siblings speak crap about my dad, they were making them just as entitled as the two of them are. That they should have never been told crap and should not think my dad owes them something. They tried to ground me for speaking to them that way, and I told them they were ridiculous and I was so done with them. My mom said I am the oldest and should be more compassionate and understanding. She also accused me of being like my dad. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. You left him. Yep. He, he does not owe you anything or your kids anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I get it. Like OP said, if they were close BFFs, it was mutual. Everyone's on the same page. We're going to co-parent. Like, it's all good. We still hang out at the ballpark when we take the kids to the ball practice or something like that. I get that. And then it would be more understandable that they would reach out to OP's dad to be like, hey, can you pick up our kids? Like, we were in an accident, whatever. That would be more understandable. But this? Mm -hmm. No. Don't ask him for crap. What are you doing? And he clearly said no. Mm -hmm. Miscommunication or not, he said no, and he doesn't owe you anything. Nope. You left him. You cut him out. Figure it
1: out. Mm -hmm. And then the way that she explained to the kids everything going on. Like, no. leave your kids out of it. They they don't need to know that at five years old. There's literally nothing to discuss.
0: And my thing is, too, whether or not your relationship ended poorly, your kids don't need to have this narrative painted of their other parent. Oh, yeah. Whether or not they're a crappy, significant other does not immediately make them a crappy parent. So let them be there for their kids and let their kids form their own opinions and have their own relationship with them. As long as it's not hurting them by having that relationship... Let
1: things be. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the kids are going to grow up and they're going to realize regardless. The same way they're like, yeah, like mom has wanted us before to say that that we're happy that it ended. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. And then on top of that, I understand asking, you mm-hmm. know, like seeing if they can. But at the same time, where are the other grandparents? Um, Who else is available? Did you cover all of your other bases? And the moment he said no what did you do mm-hmm no not how that works
0: where were the other emergency contacts hmm and to your point she probably is happy that it ended but your kids are gonna have their own opinions their own thoughts or their own people so just because you're happy something ended and you want your kids to feel the same way that does not mean that they're going to hmm and you trying to warp the narrative in your favor to where you you know paint this picture of their dad like wanting to kind of lead them to the conclusion that oh yeah well maybe i am happy that this happened blah 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 you shouldn't do that let your kids form their own opinions and at the end of the day if you did something shady
1: own it Mm -hmm. and they're gonna see that because they're gonna know like they're gonna be able to pair up timelines at some point oh well this is when you and stepdad got together well this is when you and dad split so like Mm -hmm. hmm Shady. So
0: overall vote, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. Your dad is under no obligation to care for your half-siblings. I've lived in three different states, U.S., and schools have always required at least two emergency contacts. The school is at fault for not going to their emergency contact list and calling those people. You simply spoke the truth. Your mom and stepdad don't want to accept any accountability for their roles and what led up to your dad's refusal, so they lashed out at you. All right, last story of the day. Am I the asshole for asking my friend's boyfriend to leave my baby shower? I'll call my friend Lucy and call her boyfriend Joe. I've never met Joe, but he and Lucy have been together a year or so. Lucy is the type who is never single. She is also beyond obsessed with her man. It makes them her personality. If her boyfriend is into hunting, she likes hunting. If they're into the gym, she's into the gym, etc. Lucy is never without Joe. She goes with him to the barber shop, etc. Yesterday, I had my baby shower. Lucy arrived in tow, dot, 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 with Joe. My baby shower was at an event center, and we received RSVPs. We told the staff we had X people coming, and now it was X plus one. Joe was also the only guy in attendance, and I've never met him. I took Lucy aside and told her, I'm happy to have you here, but the invite was only for you. Lucy said, we're leaving then, and stormed off. I got texts from her last night saying I should understand they are a package deal and it wasn't a big deal that he came. She said she brought him because she didn't want to be lonely. And if I was a true friend,
1: I'd understand. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. She paid for an event. She paid for X amount of people. And then you're just going to bring one without any like follow up, any saying anything like they haven't even met him. So why is he there? that's my thing about it if
0: they've never met why is this the first interaction and plus why wouldn't you just text your friend be like hey do you care if joe comes (laughs) like you know what i mean like they're friends you're being invited to her baby shower obviously there's an open air of communication so why wouldn't you just send her a text and be like hey i saw the rsvp said that you know me no plus ones or whatever it said do you care if joe comes Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because we could have nipped that in the bud way before this interaction Because the fact that she was immediately like, all right, well, then we're leaving then. It's like she knew. Oh, yeah. Better to ask for forgiveness than permission kind of Mm. situation. Just in general, I don't understand people that do that. I don't even know if it's necessarily entitlement in this story or if it's just they just didn't think about it, they just didn't care. They didn't see that it was going to be a big deal. But then wouldn't that just be entitlement in and of itself, that you just don't even have to worry about that, like that you don't take other people's feelings and thoughts into consideration?
1: Yeah, at the end of the day that's what it comes down to.
0: Maybe like non malicious entitlement? I don't <laughs> I don't know because I don't even know if Lucy was trying to be an asshole. But that is very much so an asshole thing to do. Bring uninvited guests to someone's event. Yeah, just to be that
1: socially unaware essentially.
0: Yeah. Because even if Joe and OP had met before and maybe had conversations, it's still her baby shower. She still wants a select group of people
1: there. She did not invite Joe. He didn't pay for the event. And neither did Lucy. Mm -hmm. She invited the people probably closest to her. Because to be fair, I've never been to a baby shower where it's like mass amounts.
0: It's usually the situation where the one that the shower is for knows everyone in the room.
1: Yeah, because it's all of their closest friends and family. I think any baby shower that I've been to, I haven't seen more than 20 people there. Yeah, I've never been to like this huge baby shower or something like that. Yeah, it's not like a wedding. It's not like a birthday party.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day if you're going to an event that you were invited to just run it by the host and be like hey is it cool if i bring a plus one there's no harm in asking the harm comes in these situations because maybe there were only enough seats out for the exact amount of people that were invited
1: enough plates of food enough like you we don't know how elaborate this was because usually with events like that you pay per chair like per head that's going to be mm-hmm. there and so to add a whole extra body like You don't know what that's gonna do yeah maybe they're getting charged more maybe they were at the top of their
0: limit before they got bumped to the next price range Ooh, that's true i didn't think about that one like if you could only have 15 people and 16 put you in that 16 to 20 head count or something you don't know it's paying for an extra four people that aren't coming Mm -hmm, that you didn't plan for and maybe she's at the top of her budget Mm -hmm. just play it safe just ask
1: be respectful of other people i feel like sometimes these people don't look at Oh, well, you know, this is how I would want to be treated in this instance. Mm -hmm.
0: And just because something's not a big deal to you, or maybe you wouldn't have taken offense to it, or maybe, again, this is kind of the common theme. Just because something's not a big deal to you doesn't make it any less of a big deal to someone else. Yes. So just respect people. Just play it safe. Just communicate. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. If she doesn't want to attend events without her boyfriend, then she should RSVP no to events he is not invited to. Someone else said, this should be the OP's only reply. Nice. <laughs> yes. Anyways, guys, that is it for
1: this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. Did you enjoy yourself? I did. Lots of opportunities for communication today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's the big te- takeaway. Just communicate. Just have conversations just ask the questions mm-hmm. we can avoid majority of the miscommunication if we just say hey is this okay or just
1: don't and post more reddit stories
0: <laughs> yeah i guess we, we'd be <laughs> out of a podcast if people could. <laughs> but anyways guys if you're listening to this on a podcast platform make sure to leave a review but until next time talk toxic to you later bye